Today's chat is brought to you by the support of all our Twitch subscribers. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through the Twitch platform, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a subscriber of the FFC and gaining access to some exclusive features over in the Discord server, please be sure to visit our Twitch account and click on the subscribe button. If you're an Amazon Prime member, remember that you do have a free subscription to Twitch every month that can be used for this. And for those of you who are already subscribers, thank you again for your generosity. You may have heard the whispers of guardians gathering in the shadows, exploring the mysteries of this world and the worlds which surround us. We are all in search of truth. Sometimes... We need to focus that search, focus that fire. And so we come together. Join us. Join the discussion. Welcome to Focused Fire Chat. Welcome back for episode 146 of Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on October 12th over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. As always, wanted to give a big shout out to our live chat here with us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Our topic for tonight's episode is going to be a look at the Ghost Stories lore booklet. But first, let's run through a quick introduction of those on the show for tonight. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86 Next up, we have our own master of social media, the one and only green-eyed music lover. Green, I hope you're doing well. How has the week treated you so far? It's been great. Period. (laughs) Moving on. Frosted Flakes. And rounding out the usual team, we have the man who is known far and wide as the Destiny Lore Content Cop, the one and only Beard Grizzly. Beard, how are you doing tonight? Um, pretty well. Except it seems like Green just wants to avoid me. Why? I I don't understand. I was going to pre-show, but that's fine. I mean, I always pick on you. Why is I it know. any different this week? It's no... <laughs> It's no different. It's just a matter that I'm like sitting here going, I think she wants to avoid me. It was the final straw, Tree. I mean, I mean, look, when Blue flubs the intro and all of a sudden everybody thinks that it's me, I'm just well, sitting here in quiet contemplation. Like, what do you expect? Guess what? The this best is, part. This is the, how it all ends. This is the beginning of the end. The chat. chat was like, oh, I thought it was Beard too. I thought it was Beard right. too. Yeah, exactly. Because Blue it was is Blue's becoming Beard. This, this, this is my master plan the whole time. This is it. This this is it. Now all of a sudden, I'm going to have blue on my side the rest of this. Green, green, you could just go do whatever. That's, yep. Fine. I mean, you're invited too if you want, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know go, if everybody wants we're gonna go make. We're going to go make a new channel. It's going to be Beard and Blue's little black book. This is going downhill fast. Green. So we asked a community question. Uh, yeah, we did. We asked them this morning, actually, because Green forgot all week because it's been a great week. Um, oh, so you're not just right. avoiding Beard anymore. You're no. you're avoiding everybody. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. We asked the community this week what the name of their ghost was, and I thought I like I wanted something a little different, something a little bit more less lore heavy and more community heavy. 
And we actually got a ton of answers. There are 44 comments on this, and I it's been out less than 24 hours. I posted this at 7 a.m. this morning. 44 responses. So you guys are freaking awesome. And a lot more people have their ghost name than I thought. And I'm just going to pick a few because I can't get through the whole list. But um, Isacol, her ghost is named Etrius. Shay named his ghost Discount Peter Dinklage, which is a little salty. (laughs) I still like Uh, it. Yeah, I do too. Mark Square named his ghost Oops. (laughs) Which, Which, by the way... The story behind that is even uh-huh. better. He, his He's, ghost is the reason they can't have nice things. Yeah, he said, my ghost is named Oops because he's a tr- attached to my destiny alter ego. Yerpa Sherpa. We screw up, like, a lot. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Man at Arms. His was weird. I asked him if it stand- stood for anything. He said, no. It's L-E-L. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Laugh eventually loud. Um, what did somebody? I think it was Z mentioned on there. She she commented on it too. Little effing light is what she thought it stood for, and I'm like, that's that sounds appropriate for man at arms. But man at arms, yeah. Uh, oh gosh, there were some real good ones. Like somebody was asking if anybody named their ghost Cortana. Somebody's got their ghost name Shadow, and they want to shat like um taken like um uh, what is it shader type thing on it. Z named hers, uh, and I'm gonna butcher the spell or the pronunciation. Sosi Sosi S O S E I. Doom for zombies is G U I Guardian Guardians Utility Intelligence, pronounced GUI. Which is kind of fun. But yeah, we had so many. So many like funny ones, so many like serious ones. I kinda wanna I I kinda wanna just like put everybody's ghost names up somewhere, but God. Bort. I I may have said he should have named it Bork, but you know. <laughs> Borf. Bork. Bork. Bork 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 Bork. But uh I wanted to ask you guys, do you guys have, I know Blue, I'm pretty sure you have a, your ghost has a name, and I finally named mine. Beard, do you have a ghost name? We already talked about this, Green. Nobody wants to actually know my ghost my ghost <laughs> name, because everybody is going to get mad at me. Because right, everybody but... is then going to look at me like Tyra Karn. It's just ghost. That's fine. <laughs> ghost, Tyra's ghost was the only one that was mad at the, being named ghost. I mean, I'm giving him the option to go ahead and give himself a name. The problem is, is that he we just seems to too stupid card. to give himself a name. We have to read this card now. You realize this. <laughs> yes, I know. The argument and is I, the best one. <laughs> I know. It's I one of my favorites. I was intending on reading it because I still think it's one of the best conversations it's that so we've good. ever gotten from that web lore or mm-hmm. from anything else. But yeah, just, yep. It's so good. Blue, mm-hmm. what's your ghost name? My ghost has a name, yes. What's your name? What's your name, Green? My ghost, my, yeah, my ghost's name is Anafiel. I don't, I don't understand why Blue won't say his name. Why do I have such, it feels weird. Does that question feel really? I, I, I really feel like this goes along with phrasing and that we need to just keep up with phrasing this week. 
Oh my gosh. Blue's ghost name is phrasing. Let's make it a hashtag. <laughs> I think there we go. Let's do that. Let's do that. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that was a fun one. I'm enjoying it. I'm still getting submissions about like their, their names. Um, actually, he could, he Quinn Nay named his ghost ghost too beard. So you're not, you're not alone. There oh, I know. Are. I'm definitely not alone. There are, there are equally, equally plenty of other people out there that actually don't trust their ghost or anything. What? Yeah. Ah, hang on a second. Who said that? Anyway. Me. I mean, trust, use, utilize. We'll just, Clovis we'll just go with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, let's get into the main part of the show. Maybe yeah, before I really get tangential. <laughs> so, okay, do you uh, do you know what next week we're gonna ask? Nope. Okay. Cool. Glad glad we're on the normal track there. Um, I have one for you. Who do we think is going to be the Caliph Kells? Oh, okay. ah. <laughs> check in for next week's episode of Focus Fire Chat. <laughs> I don't know why I've got the shameless plugs going on tonight, but that's all <laughs> happening. It's just happening. Oh, man. So, all right. Let's dive into this night's conversation, though. So let's run through an intro real quick. In our last episode of Focus Fire Chat, we discussed a drifter's gambit. If you ever miss an episode and would like to catch up, please be sure to check out FocusFireChat.com for archives, articles, and links to the other aspects of Focus Fire Chat. If you don't mind, please rate and, if you can, review the show on iTunes, Podbean, or whichever podcasting app you use to enjoy podcasts. Reviews are extremely helpful as they not only let us know what we can do better, but help us stay up on the charts, which help others find our amazing community. To those of you who have already taken the time to leave us a review, thank you. As many of you already know, Focus Fire Chat is a cross-community gathering where the intent is to offer a week-long, in-depth view of a particular subject from within the lore of Destiny and other games. This chat begins every Tuesday morning and runs until the following Tuesday, with topics decided by the group via a poll that begins every Friday and ends on the Tuesday morning of the new chat. Every Friday at around 10 p.m. Central, we get together to stream a high-level summary of the previous week's chat for those who were unable to participate. Please be sure to also give some support to the other podcasts in the Guardian Radio Network, links of which can be found on our website. If you're a fan of lore in all its various forms, be sure to also check out thelorenetwork.com, where you can find a wide variety of some amazing content that covers a number of different titles and mediums. Our next chat is going to be a discussion on the lore booklet, Most Loyal. However, as always, please be sure to weigh in on the poll this weekend to let us know which topic you want to discuss after that. Links to that poll can be found on either Twitter, at FocusFireChat, or within our Discord server. With that being said, here's Green with a high-level summary of tonight's topic. So often in lore circles, including our own Focus Fire Chat community, We get caught up in discussing the various events, locations, weapons, and people in the Destiny universe. This week, though, we are reminded that there are characters in Destiny that tend to be overshadowed by the legends of those who surround them. The writers at Bungie remind us that our ghosts have stories and backgrounds, too. Within the Ghost Stories book, we get a taste for the trials and consequences 
that various ghosts face as well as gain insight into their possible origin and their reason for choosing the guardians they do. That being said, not all is laughter and sarcasm. Many cards are quite sad. It is easy to forget that ghosts are more than a tool for us as guardians. They are our friends and guides through this harsh world. And this week, we pay them tribute. Before we jump into the information and thoughts that the community had about ghost stories, however, let's have a quick chat about this week's Lost Lore. So Lost Lore this week, I kind of wanted to actually touch on something that we will probably touch on again a little bit later in the episode, but that is the source of information for the Vanguard and the consensus about the basically what's going on in the world world and worlds of Ooh, Destiny. The Ghost Spy Network. The Spectral Network, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is Pardon basically... Me? Yeah, so it's this so is it's, this card it's, is amazing. Uh, actually, there's several cards that have them, um, but basically, un- so they're turn. We we get we get a lot of information from the new lore books, and this is this book is no different. Um, we also so for instance, we have the kind of the I guess quote unquote official slash unofficial term for di- um, independent ghost, which is unconnected. So unconnected ghosts are actually capable of choosing, if they so choose, can join something called the Spectral Network, which is a covert network of the Vanguard that allows them to then report back to the speaker most most time uh, and provide info on em- enemy movements and positions and everything that's going on. Um the other the other thing that I actually wanted to mention too in Lost Lore, there's there were two things actually I forgot to mention this. Uh, so the Spectral Network is this thing that goes that's going on with all these unconnected ghosts, um, and basically what this is is that this means that the ghosts can choose to either stay uh, unconnected or they can basically join the network while they are searching for their guardian. Um, but another thing that we kind of get a sense of in uh, ghost stories is that the ghosts truly don't have names until they are given them. Um, mm-hmm. And we see that with pressure. Uh, that's one entry that really uh, kind of more seriously addresses this. And then we also see it with don't call me ghost, uh, which is the, <laughs> which is the, which is the comedic one that I think beard and green are going to want to read. Um mm-hmm. And that one is a conversation between Tyra and her ghost. But the interesting thing, too, is that, um, for for instance, the, I think it's the, hang on, which one is it? Um, oh, that's Difference of down. opinions. Difference uh-huh. of opinions. Uh, oh, yeah, I did read that one. That's kind so, of funny. So I guess my question on there, and I, I'm going to kind of turn it over to Beard and Green on this one, but I guess my question there is, so Balthazar and Peach obviously have names. Right. But they are unconnected. So do you think that now with pressure, uh, we learn from Dejana and uh, Anwar that the speaker has been giving 
ghost names. And even within like uh, the uh, the Micah 10 uh, card, which is, I can't remember, Protector of Ghosts, he mm-hmm. kind of gives them nicknames like Pup. Um, but do you think that Balthazar and Peach, like where do you think those names came from, for instance? Do you think they were given to them by the speaker? Did you think that, do you think that, that they just chose them because it does seem that some ghosts kind of do choose their own names what are your thoughts on that a lot of the ghosts that were working for the speaker i'm sure are the ones that the speaker kind of named but right some of the ghosts i think that was more to help him distinguish between all of them distinguish who was who right because calling every one of them ghosts would get a little little like I don't know, just hard. Well, and then also, sorry, sorry, real quick, on that note, I just just kind of put this together too. Um, we saw with Dejana and Anwar that he uh, that they also they have very unique personalities, right, and skill sets. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, one of the things that I really was disappointed that we didn't see in Destiny One was the splice or the uh, hacker shell. Um, mm-hmm. originally like way, 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 way back. Originally it seemed like the ghosts were actually going to be able to actually be equipped with, um, shells that actually change things. So like there was a, there was a med shell, there was a hacker shell, there was a, a, or a security specialist shell, I think is what it was referred to as, but it was an actual shell that was designed for ghosts who were like security specialists who were get it, would get in and get out of things. Um, for example, Dejana is a uh, cartographer, and Anwar is a uh, what was a de- de- uh, deconstructionalist. Um, mm-hmm. So, like he he helped uh, extrapolate information from information that was coming in. Uh, whereas, you know, Dejana was the one that was actually helping build the maps that I'm I'm assuming Cade and all the Vanguard would use for movement plans. So they they all have very very strong. Uh, personalities very strong skill sets um, yeah they do so i guess that would also to kind of tie that back into where I, I i interrupted you there green but to tie that back in that way the speaker could also be like you know he knows that this ghost is good with this so that if there's just a cloud of ghosts which i just makes me kind of giggle actually thinking about like all these like ghosts just like hovering around him um he could just be like you know instead of just being like ghosts go do the map you know, he'd say, you know, Dejana, can you help me with this? You know, it, it also mm-hmm. helps. It helps the ghosts who are interacting with him as well because it helps separate them out. They definitely have personalities. I mean, the Peach and Balthazar oh, card God. alone gives you such personality difference. But um, well, even, even then, just to kind of chime in real quick, we've had some different names that have popped up, of course, over the years to begin with as well. Uh, the Siva.mem stuff, like the Ghost Fragment uh, Ghost 2, no. has uh, Ghost at least three different names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ghost 404. Uh, there's, and I'm just kind of looking over them again here a little bit, but uh, there's Obsidian, there's Cassiopeia. Uh, both of them are kind of talking. Um, and then I forget what the last one was. Obverse. Obverse, yeah. yeah she, well, to, to be yeah. fair, I think it was she confused Obsidian for Obverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say they were apparently both around the same thing. Um, and then we also kind of saw the things with uh, Marcus Ren and Didi, which is mm-hmm. his ghost. Uh, and he starts to make a uh, 
the the Fastlane's ghost shell actually is built in honor of Deity being like uh, related to the SRL racers, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the whole reason that he makes the Fastlane shell. Uh, so it's not the first time I guess that we've kind of heard of this, but at least hearing it expanded upon is kind of neat. It's the I don't know. It's just the the names I imagine are the ghost assigning either assigning it to themselves mm-hmm. because of their personalities and because they're around humanity enough. Because the ghosts that are like traveling all over the place, a lot of them don't ever come back to the tower until they found somebody. Uh, Whereas, right, yeah, unless they're like strong members of the spectral network. Because you have like right. Ren, you have Ren, you have Link. Um, uh huh. And those, those are those all are named. The, right, right, right. Yeah, Link and Ren are uh, two of the spectral network figures. Um, and then even in Confession of Hope, you know, even that ghost technically has a name uh i think it was uh tianchi Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i imagine that it's their way to distinguish themselves when they're around humanity whether they pick up the personalities from humanity themselves or i don't know we don't know a whole lot about how they develop personalities or if they already have them prior to picking their guardian that's true. That's true. But yeah, so and I guess that was, again, like I said, Lost Lore really, I just was, uh, I wanted to kind of shine a light on that spectral network because I thought that was a really cool explanation to, you know, like the logistics of how, uh, how Cade knew where to send people for, for hits, you know, how Zavala mm-hmm. knew, how Zavala knew where to bolster up defenses, you know, like that's that type of stuff. I, it was very, actually, it was really kind of softly put in there for the most part, but it answers a lot of kind of the logistic questions, the technical questions behind the scenes for the, for the Vanguard. Um, but I guess the next question, which is also an important question is what order do we want to dive through these? Do we want to just go through the entries? Do we want to go through, um, I know there were, I know there were, sorry, I know there were some questions and some overarching main themes that, you know, green you and i have picked up on um Mm -hmm. so i guess how how would you guys prefer to tackle this particular book i think that if we go ahead and just use the order that you have it in here in the show notes which i believe is the same order that it is on ishtar collective correct correct that that is a good baseline, even though some of the cards obviously um, don't line up back to back. Confession of Hope, part one and part two being the one I'm thinking about, considering mm-hmm. that there's three in between part one and part two. Yeah, and there's some time jumps, too, because they're all about mm-hmm. different ghosts. Um, right. So so there's some time jumps like you you go from Ghost Hunter, which takes place after for say or well arguably during forsaken maybe at the very beginning or even Mm -hmm. around the time of yeah like post it was post red war um and then like the immediately one after that is chosen's choice which is talking about a ghost and a a warlord so yeah Mm -hmm. there's 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 a few bit there's a bit of a jumping back and forth i don't know if these are meant to be read in a chronological sense that's not how i would agree i I would agree with that i think that it's more of 
I'm trying to think of what it's called when um, Library of Congress has their little audio tapes that they record. It's not necessarily meant to be played back chronologically. It's just stories that you're getting about all these different characters and answers with that rather than a cohesive unit like we had in Marisana or The Awoken of the Reef where it's one giant story. These are all snippets. I would agree with that. So let's, all right, well, let's start with, let's start with pressure then. What main, main thing on pressure. What do you, do you want to take the lead on that green? Well, pressure is a fairly short one that is a conversation ish kind of feels like a conversation with uh, Dejana and Anwar and they're, they're scouring the North Tower. I, it's funny because this is one of the cards that you were talking about earlier about naming the ghost. Um, he said he called me Dejana before I met him. I didn't know what to call myself. So we kind of get that, that explanation of the ghost being named by the guardian or by their partner, whoever they end up with. He called me Anwar. You never found yours either, did you? So these both are unpartnered ghost speaker names them, right? Correct. And this is where uh, Dejana and uh, Anwar actually also mention um, their specialties as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, deconstructionist. Yes, yeah. Um, real, real quick, we're going to, we're going to jump in to ghost hunter just real quick, but Dino in chat corrected me, uh, because we know that Tallulah was still alive when Cyril was running around as the ghost hunter, uh, ghost hunter actually does take place, uh, way, way early in the early, in the early, um, I would argue probably in the early city age, um, because Tallulah was already a vanguard, um, we learned that from uh, Protector of Ghosts when mm-hmm. Micah, in his letter to Tallulah, mentions. Well, so Micah is writing a letter to introduce Marcus to Tallulah. Uh, so Marcus and Dee Dee are on the way back to the city, and Micah is notifying Tallulah that that is happening, and then he makes a passing comment about Cyril in that entry. So that is. I was incorrect. Ghost Hunter is actually probably early city age. Mm-hmm. Cyril is really creepy as was far it, as the character sorry, goes. Was it Marcus or was it Andal? Dino's Dino's running me running me ragged right now. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go. let's take a look at it before let's, we keep going on here there then. Um, because I I spoilers everybody. I still didn't read this book because, of course, <laughs> I didn't. Um, yeah, I'm I'm still trying to catch up. So, yeah, if we're if we're going to be beating around the bush, let's just kind of take a look at Ghost Hunter because that one, to me, I've heard a lot of people that speak up about it anyway. Yeah, uh, is there anything about pressure that we want to talk about though before we pull? Yeah, that I think far? I think that was pretty much. I think yeah, there's not a lot to done. it. Mm-hmm. So I'd be willing to read it if uh, you guys would want me to. Yeah, Ghost Hunter, go for it. Sure. What does the text say? The speaker's warnings were clear. Always mind the light. If you feel it fraying, you've uh, strayed too far. There are places even the traveler's light cannot reach. Now, here I am, lost in the shadowy pastiche known as the reef, and not a single tether of light touches me. 
But that, that is what my guardian wanted. His name is Cyril, and Cyril called me Strain. I found him on the far edges of Mercury, in a valley that the Vex transformation had never reached. He seemed resilient, unwavering, old and wise. I'd searched so long for my better half that I didn't hesitate. If I had considered but one moment more, I might have sensed how tired and burdened and tangled his soul truly was, and I would have left him in peace, and I would not be a murderer of my kin. Cyril told me we came to the reef in search of Awoken. He had heard stories of how this far-flung offshoot of humanity had returned to Seoul with un uh, unparalleled knowledge. He believed they had the answer to a question he refused to share. I know now, however, that he really came here to spare me. He confessed he could not bear another battle nor fight in the name of something no one could possibly understand. Though he could not remember his past, he knew deep down that he had already fought this last war. He couldn't kill me. I was his friend. He doesn't kill friends. He wouldn't kill himself, either. That was cowardly, weak. And if the ghost's stole purpose, uh, sole purpose was to raise the dead to kill in the name of unexplainable forces, he could no longer let that happen. He would end the cycle. He would spare his brothers and sisters in arms. He would let the dead rest. Years later, I saw Cyril again, clad in wretched-looking armor, dragging a chain of dead ghosts in the name of peace, still searching for an Awoken who could answer the one question that has haunted him since his rebirth. If you are a ghost who has not yet found your chosen, let this be a warning. Cyril, the ghost hunter, will end your search for you. If you are an Awoken, and perchance have the answer he seeks, please do not keep your secrets from him. Your life depends on it. I see why everybody wanted me to read that one. Mm -hmm. It's creepy, <laughs> isn't it, right? I, uh... <laughs> I kind of think I have the answer for next week, Green. I would, uh, I would dress up as Cyril the Ghost Hunter <laughs> with the chain good, of ghost. Good grief! Yeah, and the fact that he kills any Awoken that doesn't give him this answers to the secrets he wants. Uh, yeah, this is uh. Mm. Mm-hmm. So once again plays into the whole idea that uh, even if a ghost resurrects you, it doesn't mean it was the best idea. Really placates back to my idea that the warlords were still a bunch of jerk jerk jerkwads. Oh yeah. Keep that keep that thought because the next one's gonna confirm that even more. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah, there's I'm, so many of I'm these cards sure. that do that. Right. Oh. I guess it doesn't really answer the question we had though, but uh I suppose we'll figure that out as we go along. Yeah, there's questions that are presented at the beginning that right. get answered later on in some of the later cards. Right. Yeah, gotcha. and that's and that's what Dino is saying in chat right now. Um and so yes, correct. Dino Dino, thank you for being being the sounding board and correcting my my mistakes on this one. Uh Micah is a she, so yes, that's correct. That is actually confirmed in the bandwagon entry. And then uh, it was Andal Brask who was actually being sent, not Marcus. So I, I had misremembered that one. So, yeah, I mean, so Ghost, Ghost Hunter, actually, I think that kind of ties into one of the questions that we had. Um, 
uh, for, from you, Green, that what happens to a ghost when the Guardian chooses not to be together with them? Mm-hmm. And Cyril is actually not the only Guardian that we've seen do this, right? You know, the, Yeah, the there's other, actually quite a few. Yeah, uh, I don't Dredgen, have it off the top of my head. Dredgen Yor. Well, did. yeah. I mean, he was the he was the other big one. Um, now, there are a few cards about ghosts who, well, actually, the next one will kind of top ta- tackle this question from the other side. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, if a guardian chooses to abandon their ghost, I mean, it doesn't seem like there's anything necessarily the guardian is the one that's lesser for it, right? It's not the ghost. I mean, the ghost feels incomplete. The ghost has a sense of like, you know, like there's, there's a loss there and maybe, maybe like, for instance, the next card, which I promise we are going to get to, um, the next card mentions that they, they can recognize that maybe it was a mistake, but the guardian's the one that can't be resurrected. The Guardian's the right. one that loses the abilities. You realize why I'm why I'm so interested in these ghost stories, right? It's the oldest of the uh stories that we've that we know of and have heard of a guardian that gets rid of their ghost. Mm-hmm. And you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There's actually it's a, kind it's of dredging a, your for yeah, those who didn't pick up on it. Right. I making mean, sure we're on the same page. There's actually a, a ghost story in here about, about yeah. Sorry, a child being resurrected. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Who could that be? I don't, I, I I don't, don't know. know if it's the same one. That hint, hint. Is it is connected to the Dredgenua story. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> blue. It's actually, we don't know that for certain. We, we do just not know, know that, that it for is certain. A, but it would, answer, it would answer so many problems with that particular aspect of the story but does it really get... answer anything though? yes it does well it well my question is it does. Uh, okay so let's go to chosen's chosen real quick this is a this is another pre-destiny one story and this actually like i like i had mentioned right this is talking about a ghost who we don't know the name of this particular ghost and we don't know which individual is being discussed but a ghost resurrected a chosen at the time and then basically watched as arrogance and pride took him down a road that was not what she had intended for him i would say um and basically he becomes a a warlord uh and then basically at the end the end of the card is her watching him go on a raid where he gets killed and then refusing to resurrect him. Did I miss anything? I don't think I missed anything on that one. Not really. It's a pretty, oh. it's a pretty dark one. Yeah, like, it's really legit. Dark. Just just says I'm not resurrecting yeah, him like, because he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He walks wow. away. Wow. And like I'm like wow. The implications of that alone, <laughs> right? Like don't don't treat your ghost like. Well, no, it's the it's the old MMO adage: don't treat your healer like garbage. Yeah, uh-huh. just don't heal you. <laughs> yeah. All right, sorry, the chosen's choice is actually the name of it. I had mistyped yes. it. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so like, she like so it starts off, and I'll just read it real quick. She starts off, and she's it says she focuses herself to resurrect him once more. Only this time, she hesitates. 
She looks around, taking in the human carnage surrounding her. And then she goes, and it goes on to kind of explain, like, how, basically, it's like, you might be wondering where, how I got here. Moment. He trashed a village. <laughs> yeah, thing. so basically, like, she resurrects this guy, and, ba- and, and he started out doing good. Like, he started out protecting people. And then what happened was the more and more he killed the fallen at the time the more they kind of like almost deified him and then because you know he was arisen he was basically a demigod and then he started you know basically hubris started coming on and then he and this goes on it says one winter night clad in golden armor he made war on a seaside settlement of fishers and spiritualists not a man, woman, or child survived. Flushed with the high of easy victory, he and his followers were ill-prepared for the fallen war party that had been stalking them the last few moons. It was a massacre atop a massacre, and only he, one of the risen, would walk away from this. And then he goes, uh, basically, and she, she looks away from the human carnage surrounding her, looks down upon the one she chose, His golden armor, dulled with the blood of his victims and his adorers, still reflects back to her the light of her single eye. He made his choice, and thus, so will she. She turns her eye away from him, away from herself, and floats eastward toward the rising light. I dig it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no, I, I mean, like, I love it. But, because, mostly because, again, it answers the question of, like, Ghost, so it answers a couple questions, but the one for me that it answers predominantly is ghosts can grow, ghosts can learn, ghosts can make mistakes, and they can then go back and correct those mistakes. You know, like it, it's like they're they're not. It also drives home the fact that destiny is not this happy go lucky place. You know, not that mm-hmm. anyone anyone could probably not make that argument really, but it, it's kind of like that hope that everyone really likes in destiny, there is an underlying darkness there. And this is kind of one of those things where, you know, it kind of gets rim, it kind of resurfaces just a bit. I'm excited about the next card. All right. So go, what's the next card green? The we before us. Oh, this is good. This is the card that it kind of gives you an image of how ghost first came to be. And it's like, ah, so much. Um, Yeah, this is like one of the cards that I'm like. She might have actually done that. (laughs) Yeah, I may have thrown my hands in the air just then (laughs) with that little squeal. And I'm sitting here with both my hands under my chin like a kid excited to read this. Um, But it talks about a ghost memories about before they. Before where they were. Inside the Traveler, essentially, is kind of what you get. And it's, it starts out, I remember the moment we were born. There's pain and loss and the feeling of falling. Was it? Was this the end? The shadows gathered, colored, purple, bruised purple and gray in our fading consciousness. Our shell cracked and splintered. Parts of us were locked or carried away. We felt those wounds jagged and sharp. We could feel them still, attached by a gossamer thin strand of understanding. We felt a garden with no blooms. Eh? Eh? Garden? Garden? A valley. A valley shrouded in gloom. We felt ourselves dying. We didn't want to go. Then, there I was, separated from the whole. 
I could feel it shrink, slip back into itself, dim and unseeing. I knew it was waiting, resting, watching, considering. And I knew what I needed to do. Somewhere in this wide, amazing galaxy, there was a person. And it kind of continues on this whole line of thinking, like you're thinking what they're talking about. And the fact that they have to find their guardian and everything. But at the end, oh gosh, reading this the first time I cried. Uh, at the end, they're so far away from everything that every the light is very distant. The traveler is very distant. They're not. They're trying to keep themselves together, and it's kind of the ghost struggle before they find their their partner. I've seen others of my kind. The other pieces that were once us. Their search is over. They are complete, stronger, braver because they found their counterpart. I am alone. I know you are still out there, that you're waiting for me, but it's been so long, and I'm so very cold. I will rest here and think about us for a moment cold where we, you. And the way that this is written, and I don't do it justice right now because I'm rushing through it. Yeah, I, I heard I heard the last word in a completely different tone than the one you used. Yeah. Well, and when I read it for the audio clip, which FYI, I'm doing an audio version of all the cards for people on YouTube. And we actually had somebody submit, uh, Infested Potato submitted one as well. Three, three or four. But um, they find their person at the end is the way I read it. The way I interpret it in the card. It's just like you, like you're there. It's exclamation point at the end. Like they're about to give up and they find their person at the end. And it's just, it's such my happy place. This is, I don't know. I get goosebumps reading this card. So many answers, so many fun little things in it. Beard reactions. I mean, it's cute, I guess. <laughs> Fine. You're gonna read Don't Call Me Ghost with me. That's that's fine. Which who am I gonna be? Am I gonna be Tyra? Do you do you wanna be Tyra or do you wanna be ghost? I could be ghost. Don't matter. You be ghost then. I wanna hear you okay. whine. <clears throat> so this is called Don't Call Me Ghost. What does the text say? I want a name. Is this because of Sagira? She has a terrible influence on you. She has a name. People don't just call her Ghost. It's insulting being called Ghost. I'm not a thing. I'm a me. Who are you, then? I'm... I don't know. I'm me. And you want me to define you? That sounds like you're a thing. (sighs) You're insufferable. Do you know that? You didn't have to bring me back. You know that's not true. Is it? There you go again, Tyra, questioning everything, treating the entire world like a puzzle that you have to record and analyze and put into your files. I cannot do anything else. If I do not question, do not study, do not learn, I have no purpose. Every mind has its own form. You've been reading philosophy again. Rousseau, I correlate me a copy. Don't pout, ghost. It's annoying. So is being called ghost. Might as well cover me with a sheet. Choose your own name. You don't need me to define you. I will. 
Well, what's your name, ghost? Don't call me ghost. I love that card so much. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. Just like Ty- you, like Tyra just being, I don't know. She's a little bit more personality in this moment than I think we see in a lot of the Red War stuff. I, I'm going to say, except for the, uh, I, uh, don't get me started on the fact that Bungie still has her own, own rather freaking farm. Yeah. Um, but the fact that there is, um, the fact that there's, uh, the, the entry that we see with the web lore with her and, uh, and her ghost talking back and forth, mm-hmm. uh, that just is amplified by this little entry that's here. Uh, I have this feeling that this came first and then the the web lore stuff came after though, but uh, yeah, yeah, I can. As far as like the writers, that. writers yeah. creation, I can see that. Also, Black Flag, absolutely, Beard and Tyra are kin. Uh, yes, except for the fact that Tyra is a dirty Awoken, and I will never be an Awoken. <laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah, that's fighting words. I don't know. I no. I don't. I don't care if you're an Awoken. You're wrong. large sigh uh should we move on to compliments yes compliments i'm not i'm not complimenting you for being an awoken i'm not (laughs) i mean i'm not fishing i'm not fishing for compliments from you lord that's that's good i'm not giving them this week obviously oh my gosh we're in rare form tonight everybody Uh, Uh, apparently I guess mm-hmm. this is what happens when I get my vitamin V count in uh, in order for for once. Yay, health. A health. Uh, compliments is interesting because it kind of continues on the path that we sort of get introduced to in the card just prior with the don't call me ghost. Because you notice that Tyra and her ghost are very different as far as personalities goes. And compliments actually discusses that. Blue, do you... Do you want to talk about compliments a little bit? Uh, other than I really, really like uh, what's an uh, Ophiculus. I Ophiculus? really like. I really like his perspective on um, the bond. why a ghost and a guardian. Yeah, yeah. that's what I actually and, was kind and, of introducing. And I love that. Like Segura just totally misses the mark with Ikora. Like. Mm-hmm. Don't tell Sagira that. I just, yeah, Ikora is sassy in this one as Ikora, or not Ikora, Sagira is sassy in this one as she tends to be. And it's fun to see her have this discussion. Ophicius, oh, the the fact that Ophicius essentially says that a ghost is there to complement their guardian. So they're generally an, an opposite is kind of what he's getting at where Sagira is there for Osiris to question him and basically be that thorn in his side because nobody else will somebody to keep him in check. And Ophicius is the calming agent to Ikora, <laughs> which is Sagira doesn't understand how hot headed Ikora really is. Apparently. It's just so funny because Sagira like, Sagira has a really good grasp on a lot of things, but Ikora just like 
I, I get the sense that Ikora is just her blind spot. I think Ikora and her are too close. I think to yeah, Osiris. I, th- I think that might be the other thing is Ikora has a lot of the same. Actually, I think I think they're kind of similar personalities too. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's just it it cracks me up because Segura just like show like this part just shows that Segura is not all knowing at all. Like she completely has misread Ikora, and it's just yeah. It, I I'm just I just love the ending. He's like you don't know her at all. <laughs> like he's just you can see like this just like no. No, no, no. Yeah. But it is an interesting theory to know that your ghost is there to be your opposite to help balance you. Yeah, and so to kind of expand on that real quick, uh O O, which is a better nickname for him than the other one. Uh, goes on goes on to explain that yes uh Ophiuchus, Ophiuchus. There we go. oh uh says that it is my belief that the traveler understood that normal people would not be enough to protect humanity that it would take those who are extraordinary in both spirit body and spirit and that only by the merging of ghost and guardian into a single unit could this be accomplished which Sagira completely is like, uh, no, like, uh, no, Osiris and I are not a air quote single unit. And then that's where, that's where he kind of challenges her. And he's like, well, then why do you challenge him? And she kind of plays really kind of right into his hand. And she says, because no one else will, he's the great and powerful Osiris hero, scholar, savior, yada, yada. And no one, not even Ikora really challenges him. That's what he, they do what he wants, even if it's a terrible idea. And that's where he kind of, Oh, just kind of is like, exactly. Everyone that's, that's a compliment. Like that you compliment and Segura then gets sulky. It's really, really funny. Mm-hmm. I hate it when someone else is right. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. man. No rest for the weary. Oh, this is a sad one. This one is sad. This one is pretty easy to sum up, though. Yeah. Um, basically, a guardian did something stupid. A titan. Is that? Oh, was, titan. It, well, was it really? I mean, actually, yeah, a look how Beard and I are both like, oh, well, yeah, no, that that actually makes more sense. <laughs> it was a titan. Oh, um, oh so, all right then. A fire team. <laughs> Did it Sorry. happen to be waning? I'm kidding. Oh, a fire team goes to the Almighty to basically do what a fire teams do: get in the way and try to figure out like cabal stuff or whatnot. Try to figure out any vex things they can find. And the Titan something essentially goes wrong, and there is this. Okay, so there's something he has to disarm. Yeah, it's it's uh, like a self destruct thing. Yeah. And so he says that he's going to disarm it and he lunges for it. Well, apparently he gets caught in essentially the, um, what is it called? The event horizon kind of effect. And he's flying towards it and he's still flying towards it. He, and so it'll he's take not him. Dead. He's not dead. He's still alive and he's continuing to move towards this thing to disarm it. But it's going to take him, what is it, 50,000 years? Yes. To do it, a little more than 50,000 years. And 
Ghost cannot get to him. Ghost cannot resurrect him, can't pull him from it because he's still alive. And we learn a little bit, like there's a couple theories on it and future war cult, which is the one that we're assuming they're talking about because... Because <laughs> timelines? <laughs> but certain members of a cult I shall not directly name have their own specific interpretations of the process. Um, they essentially say that when you resurrect, when a ghost resurrects you, they have to have the image kind of there in their minds, essentially. And the way they do that is they pull the image from uh, nearby timelines, near li- nearby dimensions, t- dimensional timelines, if we're going to go into the that discussion. They pull that from there and put it into this one and recreate it that way because you can't create something from nothing. They're pulling through and grabbing from the other sides. Because this guy is going to be continually following, falling towards this this doomsday device or this bomb of some sort, there's no way to pull him from other things because they're all doing this now. And so this Titan can't ever be re- uh, resurrected, can't be pulled from it. And it's kind of sad because this ghost didn't choose to lose his guardian. His guardian didn't choose to lose him. It literally was an accident. Yeah. And that was also, uh, they kind of explain they, in their theory, that's how they explain dark zones. Mm-hmm. Is the, which is cool, right? It, and it, like, as far as that's concerned, that actually kind of makes sense. Um, there's bigger repercussions if that's actually true. Um, but yeah, but I'm not. I'm not seeing where it says that he's a titan. I mean, maybe I just I, assumed that. I mean, it makes sense. I'm kind of guessing with the one line here where it says he is still lunging. It could uh, be a I hunter, mean, yeah. too, but... No, I was I'm just... really thinking that's a Titan because of either the new Super... Yeah, that's what I kind of interpreted. ...or the existing Fist of Havoc, honestly. Right. It just hmm. it, it sounds way too much like a Fist of Havoc to me. Okay, I can I can see... I mean, I guess I get, the only mention of Titan is when they talk about the Guardian falling the into the sea. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just envisioned its headcanon at that point. So the next card after this is actually the story that drives me a little crazy. <laughs> because Blue's excited because of the Dredge and Your story in the in the relation to this, mm-hmm. as far as the the concepts. This card talks about a ghost that is kind of doing what we talked about at the very beginning during the Lost Solar Sector, where they're the ghost has decided that they're going to try to help humanity in any way they can. This ghost, because they're not partnered, essentially, this ghost has decided he's going to lead a group of survivors to the the last city. And uh, tragedy essentially strikes. They're, They're ambushed by Fallen, and a small child, there was a singular child in this group, a small child was killed. And this mother is wailing, she's crying, she's just falling to pieces the father's there he's trying to comfort her it's not going well and the ghost contemplates resurrecting him doesn't choose to because it's kind of the well is this this isn't my guardian necessarily this isn't the person i'm supposed to but the and this this line drives me crazy 
with the when the the ghost actually resurrects him. Where is it at? I mean, you did a really good job explaining basically the summary of it. I mean, the the other thing that I would I would just like I mean, it this is another one that is just really really rough to read. Um, yeah, it is. Oh, if you're Z, a parent or Z in chat has it. Pinyin is a dialect of Chinese. Uh, Tianxi is the pinyin hmm. word for angel. Oh, good. Oh, okay. So the I felt my I felt myself expand. So the ghost is watching the mother. I watched the mother as she cried. I felt myself expand. Felt the light that was me intensify in a way. It was outside of my control, as if something had reached inside me and flipped a switch. A beam erupted from my core and bathed with light the child's small, broken body. That tiny paragraph, and it's towards the bottom, bugs me. Because it makes me wonder if the ghosts really have a ton of say in who they choose. I I think it's more... um... I, I I understand. So I I totally see where you are seeing that. I read it more as he finally that this ghost finally had that connection that clicked. Felt a for it. And and so like because just before that, just before that, he says, "Was it not my purest purpose to deliver hope?" Every hero raised fought not for themselves, but for the whole of humanity. If saving one life, if redressing this one terrible loss was not a worthy cause, what was? And right. and, and then, like, you know, he's watching this this mother and just, like, it... But he starts to immediately regret because he doesn't know if it was a good choice. He starts, he starts questioning. I, I don't know... Regret's a strong word for it, but... Right, because right then he says, I looked down on him and pride began to well inside of me. I had done what was right. But he also said, have I saved the child or doomed him? Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can you can I still mean, do the right choice. I mean, watch any superhero movie. You do the right, right thing and you can regret doing it. Like, just because it's the right thing to do doesn't mean it's going to fill you with sunshine and, you know, rainbows. Yeah. Like it's it's not necessarily the right thing is not always the easy thing. This is true. It is it is one of the sadder cards. It's not oh, the it's, saddest card. It is, I don't it's think. not the saddest card, but it, it doesn't it definitely also is a card that um if the theory that this this child is Shin, which there's a lot of alignment with um some of the story that Shin has told. Mm-hmm. Uh if this is actually Shin, uh, yeah, this answers a lot of questions about that entire story arc. Like it, it just it and um, big shout out to uh, Taylor B because he actually wrote a article over on our website about this exact thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because this this entire th- this aspect will explain how Shin was able to do what he was to what he was doing without breaking the kind of the one little piece of canon that we do have about the guardians is that they have to be dead before they're resurrected. 
like this will this will redress that particular issue. Yep. 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 And so and so, and the end then also I uh, well we'll see we'll we'll talk about this in part 2, but it also addresses the other odd thing about Shin which is his parent structure. Like there's a line in um uh fragment last word I think where he makes a comment about his third father. Uh, yeah. This, these two cards also explain that, if this is Shin. I mean, they're, they're, it's an assumption. If this is indeed Shin. Um, yeah, and Dino just put this in chat. If this is indeed Shin, the only question is, where is this unknown ghost? Where is Tianchi? Is Tianchi gone? Is Tianchi dead? Um, you know... Yeah, it's it's just like there there's so much that connects this child to Shin. Mm-hmm. This is no, I'm gonna read them before I even comment. No, but, no, I mean, I mean, right, right. Like I, I would. Uh, there's a lot of problems that I'm seeing here right now. Yeah, and there's it is it. I I definitely think it was intended to at least hint or feel. Related back to the Dredge of Your story and the last word and all of that. I really think this was to help answer some of the questions that we had about that story in particular and the problems with Shin being resurrected and or not resurrected or whatever happened with Shin. It's just, I think it was meant to help explain it. Maybe it's not exactly him, but there are a lot of things that lean both sides of that, that line to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. This is this, and to be fair, this is there's never a name dropped anywhere for the humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and even even the ghost name isn't really Tianchi. You know, they they named the the survivors named the ghost Tianchi. He just didn't object. Like he was just like whatever. Um, something I wanted to note actually too by the ending of that paragraph that you had read to Green. Uh, I also kind of uh, see that portion of uh, Tianchi or whatever this ghost's name is to him, uh, him or her, that uh, it was more of like a a paternal bond in a way. Like all of a sudden it kind of almost uh, showcases that ghosts have a a kind of paternal feeling to them. Like they feel bad that a kid died or they feel this, that, or the other thing about it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm... I'm wondering if there isn't something that's somewhat connected to that. Indeed. Anyway. Well, the next card we kind of talked about at the opening too, with the watchful eye, this card reads like a poster, um, kind of a poster child ad almost <laughs> like come and work for the covert spectral network type thing. Is what I it kind of love link. Link is we are small, we are few, but we are brave and we are heroes. And it's like, I just, it's a little we are, toaster that We are legion. He's the brave little toaster of this book. It, I mean, he really is. And it's a, it's a cute, lighthearted story to follow this really dark and sad one. Dino then, in chat. Have you not found your guardian? Are you still unconnected? Come I know. Join I really the spectral network. I was real tempted to actually make that my bit for the summary, <laughs> but there's too many sad stories for me to like legitimately feel like I wasn't offending somebody. 
Oh my gosh. Uh, it's so it's, it's so true. Yeah. That I mean that's pretty much that card into the fray. Um this one is funny but also a little sad but also slightly terrifying. Um this one this card is a story about a ghost that finds their guardian just as a uh, cabal mining lander or mining oh, rig is gosh, shutting uh, down. It's a in, public event. Into the fray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. this. The ending of this card is awesome. Oh my gosh. This card is so, it's like gut wrenching wrenching. Cause you can see it. You can see it happening while you're reading it. Um, Ghost finds their guardian just as this mining rig lands, um, resurrects their guardian and is it killed? The guardian is immediately killed before their second oh my, breath. Yeah, by yeah. slug rifles. Is that what it is, or is it the mining lander? Uh, <laughs> no. So like, so basically, the ghost finds the 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 individual, the woman. I yeah. I swear, I swear, I read this in my head. Canon it's like is Ikora. That, uh, it's this, Ikora. I actually read this as waning. But I'll, I'll explain that in just a second. But no, so like the ghost finds the woman um, mm-hmm. and it was her body was right in the landing path of the mining rig. Yes. And so in order because basically what happens is like in in order to initialize the resurrection, uh, they uh, you have you to have to have, have you body. have to have a body like you can't you can't not do that. Um, so she has to resur or the ghost has to resurrect the woman like immediately, and I'm trying to remember. She's okay. She's rezzed. Yeah, the, she got the mining lander shots. lands slug next shots. to her. She's shot by the cabal. She dies. She's like she had just like sat up like really startled. Gets shot by the cabal. Dies. Um, re- ghost rezzes her again. She stands up and, and starts Warbeast. running. And Warbeast are already there. Yeah, and Warbeast run her down, and I believe she dies again. And no, then, so so she stands does, up. She, dies she, this... she stands up, and the ghost yells to run, and she's just like standing there, and her instinct kicks in, and like she's running right. away, and then <laughs> then she she gets turns angry. around and starts then she gets angry and aggressive. And she, there's a scene where she has a war beast latched onto her arm, uh-huh. and she's literally beating the cabal with the war beast. She, well, she it's... she breaks the war beast back and uses the war beast as a bludgeon, and then takes a slug rifle and kills the rest of them. So yeah, Wei Ning is. Uh, what I oh my god! It's like, <laughs> like it's just it's oh my gosh! It's so great. Oh, it is. It's so good. Like, so like, and she mm -hmm. scares the war beast. Like, that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. Like, she, (laughs) she's so violent that the, the war beast who, you know, if you remember war beast are hopped up on aggro juice. So they're not usually like, they're not something that should be able to be stopped. All of them. Like the, the base, I think, what is it? The sound of her snapping the, uh, first war beast net or back just like brings silence to the entire area oh my gosh oh yeah tam tam was the ghost mm-hmm. on that one mm-hmm. and yeah and, and she, tam tries to warn the cabal like <laughs> oh my gosh 
Oh, it's so great. And yeah, so uh, basically Tam is trying to warn the Cabal. And I mean, the one the one problem is that Tam wouldn't have been probably speaking in Alderaan, and it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been like farmer farmer words anyway. Uh, Got that that accent on that Cabal anyway. <laughs> and the ending on this one is that he says, "All I will say is that I am here." And my guardian is near. And somewhere deep within the EDZ, there is ground still darkened with the stain of Cabal blood. And no, this isn't waning, even though my headcanon says it is, because because this is happening during the Red War. Yep. But mm-hmm. I still like to think of this as... What if wa- it's waning reincarnated? <laughs> what if no, this is waning junior? Mm-hmm. Yes! What if it's C-14? <laughs> I mean, he is a time. Oh traveler. my god! Don't don't do it! Don't do it! I didn't mean it! I didn't mean it! Don't do it! Don't do it! It would make so much sense. No, I started the beard. Green, we're going back to the future. Uh, yes, <laughs> he has to come back at some point. Better so there the, than never. So the next card. <laughs> He's just like, I didn't do it. I didn't want to do I swear, it. Why I, did I do this? I apologize to all his viewers. Um. <laughs> there goes um. there goes beard noodle arming. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm getting yelled at in chat too. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, the next card's actually really good too. Uh struck yeah. by wonder. It's and it's it's a a beacon in the darkness mm-hmm. of some of these entries. Uh, mm-hmm. I think this is, this is Kaiser, I believe is the yes. ghost. Yep. Yep. And Kaiser is an unconnected. No, wait, we don't know that. Never mind. We don't know for sure in this one. Yeah. It is a ghost that has been around for a long time, obviously, and has witnessed a lot of the different things. And he's basically talking about all the different things he's witnessed. Uh, the raising of the walls, the battle six fronts, twilight gap, iron lords, dark ages, all those things. He's seen it. He's been there. And it's kind of, it. I don't know. I recorded, this was the latest card I recorded, actually. It saved a lot of the um, nicer ones till the end. Because it's like, oh god, you know, they're so dark. Thinking about this, actually, so Kaiser, to kind of explain this, because Pins actually just said something that is along my lines of thought. Saladin's ghost? Saladin's ghost. Um, because Kaiser is actually, uh, it's German for emperor, mm-hmm. and it's actually mm-hmm. uh, the emperor of Austria or the head of the Holy Roman Empire was usually the one. Um, so, I mean, it... it <sighs> I, I think that would match. I don't know. I mean, it's not impossible that, oh, Dino just said that. Uh, it's not impossible that it's Saladin's ghost. Um, I'm not certain if it, I don't think we ever, because he doesn't, we have, uh, it's just basically observations of a ghost named Kaiser on Guardian Inspiration. The other thing that this would would be, make a little bit of sense, though, is if this is Saladin's ghost, this is very similar to Saladin's induction speech that we have from way back in Destiny 1. Um, what was that? Ghost Fragment Abilities, which is very, very similar to the 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 feeling in this particular entry as well. 
Mm-hmm. And then we go back to sad. Oh yeah, then then we go back to confession of hope. Confession, part two. Um, part two. So this is where Tianxi actually has a has to has to leave. Really, he um, he doesn't necessarily. I mean, he kind of abandons them, but really, what he's doing is he's trying to use his light to um, tease the fallen away. Um, and this is where, going back to the connection to Shin, we get a explanation a little bit. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. The quote that says, My only memory of my parents is a haze, like a daydream in a small light, like the spark of their souls. It's not anything I dwell on. They left me early, taken by dregs. Um, in, this, in this entry right here, uh, we hear about how his mom is or his mother is killed and then his father try basically just through grief and fear tries to help her um and dies as well and so the child that has been resurrected has orphaned so there's one set of parents gone uh others grabbed the infant and he flees so basically that's the second father and then Jaren would make the third father basically at this point um, mm-hmm. but then at that point they grab, uh, the infant and they kind of basically cover his, you know, muzzle, like they muzzle, they, they try to cover his mouth. So the cries won't, uh, alert the fallen. Yeah. Muffled. They, they say muzzled, but they kind of, I, I muffled is a better word. That's a good word. Green. Um, and basically this is Tianchi giving a, um, a last transmission. So I know when we kind of talked on part one, I had mentioned, Hey, you know what's happening with Tianchi. We now know that Tianchi didn't make it. Um, and so this is a fragment of the last transmission from the, the unknown ghost or, uh, the ghost who came, was known as Tianchi by these people. And what happens is that basically what he did was he sent the humans one direction and then he he basically tried to lure the fallen away from him and uh, the last half of the card basically says i will send this message on signal to any ghost who may hear the fallen are on me i have run from the pack to lead them away should i survive i will return to the child should i fall he will be left to others to raise and will ever only have the one second life to give I left him in the care of a terrified man and woman, but they are smart and caring. They have courage, but know when to run, when to survive. They will stay hidden until the fallen are away, my light serving as a distraction to lure them as far from these humans as I can. I made my presence known to the pirates and darted from the last of the survivors, made myself a target to buy them time, but that time is short. The fallen are close now, and closing. I can hear the bark of their war cries. I can heal the, hear, feel the spark of their blades. They've long since learned that to kill one like me is a future problem solved. I am not sorry for the choice I made. The child gave hope, though fleeting. What comes next for him is unknown, but there is promise in him should he find sanctuary, should he find guidance. This is not a confession. This is my hope. This is my... And then that's the end. Yeah. Well, at least we don't have to know what happened to Tianchi in the end. Yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. Tianchi is Tianchi is gone, which kind of goes back to a question that we've seen in chat uh, right now, and also kind of through uh, 
Black Flag. This is my last word. Um, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> it begs. You the knew question. somebody was going to do you that. You know it. You know it is. Like he doesn't have a last word. It's really sad. Um, you know, it would have been even worse if he said, "This is my thorn." Uh huh. Uh, but uh. The the question that was brought up in chat when we were talking about part one is, um, you know, what is what's the restriction for ghosts? Can ghosts inherit other guardians? Can they resurrect more than one guardian? And we'll find, you know, we're we're gonna come, we're gonna have to probably run through a couple of these next ones pretty quick. But we find in the next few entries, and in, in the next kind of entries, the explanation that it kind of seems that ghosts are able to transfer guardians. Like a ghost can transfer from a guardian to another guardian or another risen. But ghosts seem to only have enough, I guess, if you want to call it a charge, whatever. They seem to only have enough for one true resurrection, like one full resurrection. Is kind of mm-hmm. the feeling that I get. So like, so the, and this kind of goes back to the question about Shin. Jaren's ghost could transfer to Shin technically, but he wouldn't have been able to resurrect Shin after he had already resurrected Jaren. Excuse me for one second. Mm-hmm. I am not sorry for the choice I made. The child gave hope, though fleeting. What was, what was, what was your looking, looking at? Mm-hmm. Yep. Arr! This is frustrating. This is really. <laughs> yeah. <frustrating. laughs> um, little teasers. Little yeah. teasers. There's little snags in all the stories that can well, tie into other things. Well, and it perfectly flows into it because yes, if a gar- if a, gar- a ghost has the capability to resurrect a guardian one time, then Tianchi or whatever would have resurrected this child this child then would have had the capabilities of light and that is why ultimately jaren's ghost got interested or jaren in general got Mm -hmm. interested in shin being the child which then basically falls in line because shin has the abilities of the light but he's no longer able to focus them because he no longer has his focus his ghost so at that point, he's not able to recreate all the capabilities of the light, but it still is within him as a cap- as a possibility and a capability. So in a lot of measures, he could have been fostering those abilities and powers for years before he had the capability of a ghost, which is what Jaren's ghost would have ended up giving him. Right. It would have been a conduit, plus the fact that the immense yeah. emotional hatred that he felt right. in the Dwindler's Ridge, which is always kind of what it kind of felt like felt, right? Well, um, and not only just towards your, but towards the fallen. Right. They were getting pestered by the fallen the entire time throughout those cards as well. Right. Like that makes just a ton of sense. If it, it like all of these little bits and pieces, all these little little like words and alliteration that they're using, uh, if if it's not meant to be something that they're tying back to last word, they did a really bad job of trying <laughs> to hide it. Uh like that's the only thing that I can say. Like it, if it's not here on purpose, then somebody needs to seriously reread those cards because holy, <laughs> crap. just like I'm, I'm leafing through both of them now at this point, and I'm just there. There is no doubt in my mind that this explains exactly how Shin Malfur was able to link up with Ghost. 
Uh, but now this brings up the next question, which is, can, like, how many years was it between, like, uh, Jaren and Tianchi? Uh, and then how many years was it, like, if if the, the person we, in fact, hear in the Malfeasance quest is Shim, like, come on. Just come on. So, anyways, let's jump yeah, real quick. Yeah, before I really keep going down that rabbit hole, because I'll be here all night. Uh, Heroes Requiem, uh, you know, basically this is Shiro 4's ghost, which, interestingly enough, we still don't have a name of, um, is basically speaking in memorial to uh, Cade and Sundance uh, by telling the story that Cade would always tell about his first resurrection, which is hilarious. And basically, he runs off a cliff. That's pretty much the best part of the entire card, is Cade's retelling of running off a cliff. Let's see. Do, 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 do. He, did, he, does, he does acknowledge that it took some time for Sundance to adjust to Cade's personality. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, which which is interesting to me in some ways, because I'm thinking back to like the the final mission... Uh, or the the going and grabbing the the chests for Ace of Spades, and knowing like what uh, possibly him and Drifter were thinking about doing, wondering what exactly those portions of his personality they're referring to. Right, and I mean it does also give a nod to the gallows humor being a a shield. Yeah. I really want Justin to read this card at some point, or at least oh, yeah. the section that is the recording. That is that is Cade's, oh my Cade's God. story. Boom! I wake up, <laughs> groggy, confused, hungover. It's like, uh-huh. I want to hear Justin read it. Oh, man. It's oh, like so I'm downloading sexy. the Idiot's Guide to Basic Human Existence. Cool. Great. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's I, 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 the best part is the... <laughs> The explanation of what he does the Sundance. Oh, God. He spikes her into the ground. Mm-hmm. High five. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man. It is an excitable bunny from the beginning. Um, and then the next one is another reference to the Spectral Network. And this one is from Ren. And this is from Fallen Ground. Uh it almost feels like this is during like somewhere in the plague lands. I feel like, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it is or not. I can't, I'm not remembering. Actually, I think it might be from the EDZ. It but has like, to do with the fallen. Well, the only reason that I was saying that is because it almost feels like the, uh, Archon's forge, mm-hmm. a hot air ritual. Right. I mean, he does call it, this is their forge, their place of judgment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that that kind of process or that ceremony did, did exist outside of just the splicers. Um, just uh, oh yeah, work. the ceremony is combat, ritual, and fury. It is a pit and arena where the lesser and unworthy must prove their value or suffer and die. Oh, how they fight dirty! Oh, how they fight to survive or to thrive! In this pit, before the eyes of an archon, yep. okay, Shane cool. Delixney may redeem themselves. Lesser pirates may mm-hmm. improve their station. A drag to a vandal, a vandal to a captain, a captain to 
This is their forge, their place of judgment, their trial before their betters. This is what we are up against. Kill or die, thrive or perish. They have no use for the weak, and they watch and cheer and scream as their archon looks on. But I have become careless. The fervor becomes a distraction, and now the archon's eyes have found me, and I am too deep to run, and I think he is smiling. So, yes, forge. Yeah, certainly feels like it. And, and uh, again, yeah, the, the forge itself is not a splicer-only splicer thing. thing. But yeah. yeah. So, the next card. Ghost Community Theater oh, presents... God, I was gonna skip this one, because this one is... I think it's... It's, it wasn't a good one at all. It's funny. It's deep. funny. Oryx I the Nightmare like, Bass Oryx, would be Oryx? Get Oryx, out of here. Oryx the Nightmare Daddy. Why are I you making Iranuk and Irhalak not even the same thing? What is wrong with you, Daddy? I think it's so funny. It's so funny. Pixie Ghost of Arianda Greece. Or Arianda. Ariana. Right? Ariandne? Gosh dang, I can't ever say that first name. And then Sweeperbot. Thank you. But I love Ophiacus. Uh, his. His Ophiuchus, the ghost of Icora wait, Ray, wait, calls no, wait. it. We're gonna we're gonna come back here. You're gonna basic narration composition. <laughs> oh my god! Or no, that's ghost. I, ghost comes. That's back. ghost. Yeah, that's ghost. Ghost is higher current. O it's just, just like, doesn't say anything. Yeah, O is just like judgmental silence, and it's listed in the credits like the or the acclimates acclimates. There we go. Accolades. There we go. I'm starting to get tired, guys. Um, but is but is the dialogue meant to come across so sexually charged? It's I was so just, funny. Mm. It's like it's. I just love how the writers were like, "We're gonna do this. This is happening. Like this is just us having fun with the story a little bit at this point." Stories I, I feel do like have this, rules, you know. I feel like this is the um, what is it? This is this is like Buffy the Vampire Slayers. Uh huh. Oh, the musical, musical uh-huh, episode. Uh huh. Like it's I exactly feel like that's that. exactly what this is. Oh uh, yeah. Definitely. Oh my good grief! And <laughs> only if Firefly lasted long enough, they would have also had a musical. They would have. <sighs> also, I find it funny that Lord Shex is the one talking about sexually charged. <laughs> moving on. Hey, look, he has the Tempest <laughs> memorized. Okay. Uh, or yep. at least his. Or at least his. Um. I don't think it's him. I still don't think it's him. Anyways, all right. So difference of opinion uh, <laughs> will bring us to the Paragene Institute of Higher Learning, which is where we have the um, and, and, and in this one, they're called unpartnered. Mm-hmm. Whatever. This is where they're called unpartnered or unconnected. Um, so this is, is Balthazar this and Peach. And this is hilarious. Like, this is another one that. Really, Peach is such a snark. Terrible question. <laughs> Terrible question. Great question. Terrible question. Terrible question. <laughs> I want to read Peach. Uh, I could be Balthazar. All right, go. <laughs> all right, here we go. Yay! You're going to do the questions, right, Blue? Yeah, I'll do it. What does the text say? So the transcript of the Q&A session is as follows. What is the traveler in your understanding? Great question. Terrible question. 
In a sense, it's the only question. The Traveler is our primary, our mother, the primordial and the pinnacle. A dear friend, the ghost of Pajari, once compared the Traveler to a song that has never been sung. Look, the answer no one likes to give is that no one knows what the Traveler is or anything about it. Not even us. We know she wished for us to raise guardians to be her avatars and defenders. Do we, though? It's just because we can do that doesn't mean we were made to do that. And who says it's a she anyway? Why does it need a gender? The Traveler, in her omniscient wisdom, looked into the past and the future. And from all the generations that emerged from the cradle of Earth, she chose the best of them to be her champions. Each ghost was lovingly and carefully created for their uh, one true guardian. The ghost and guardian complete each other. If that's true, then the Traveler's kind of a jerk. Excuse me? Look, I know tons of ghosts who died before they ever found their guardians. I know some ghosts who haven't even found a guardian. You haven't, and I haven't. But I don't think I'm incomplete because of it. I have the humility to recognize my own shortcomings and to submit myself to the Traveler's plan. Do, do you remember being inside the Traveler? No. I do. We call it the womb. I have never and will never call it that. Imagine a cosmos inside a bottle, trillions of stars orbiting each other in a complex weave, but they aren't stars. Perhaps a better word would be souls, souls dancing in an infinite space enclosed within a celestial egg. All right, which is it? An egg or a womb? It's called a metaphor. Well, then pick a metaphor, not 12. Well, what would you call it? I wouldn't call it anything because I don't remember it. And I don't think you do either. Some people say that each ghost is an aspect of the Traveler. That is to say that each ghost represents a part of the divine whole. (laughs) Would you please? This is unbecoming. (laughs) First of all, that wasn't a question. Second of all... (laughs) Uh, third of all, I am part of the Traveler's brain or soul or whatever. The Traveler sure isn't divine. I'll tell you that much. What will you do if you never find a guardian? I shall find a guardian. The Traveler has willed it so. Did you get that in writing? It is true that some ghosts die before finding their partners. If that happens to me, then I suppose I will do nothing since I will no longer be. But I have faith. If I never find my guardian, I'll go steal someone else's. I hear Sagira had a good time with that. If you could eat, what would you eat first? Finally, a good question. We do not know the desire for food. Our semi-corporeal form. Nectarines. Or hot sauce. Oh, oh, or crickets. Crunchy roasted crickets. Crunchy food sounds so fun. I wish I could get cricket carapace stuck between my teeth. Oh, here's a question for you. What's it like to have teeth? Is this over yet? (laughs) I love that card. I've never talked about crickets like that in my life. I feel a little weird now. (laughs) What's it like to have teeth? What's it like to have teeth? I couldn't, uh, I couldn't help myself when I saw the metaphor line. I was like, I've got to pull the Asher. I got to do it. I got to do uh-huh, it. <laughs> uh-huh. Good stuff. Oh, man. Um, 
So, and that will bring us, excuse me, <clears throat> that will bring us to Protector of Ghosts, which is the one that uh, Dino had corrected me on earlier. Uh, this is from Micah to Tallulah. Um, do, 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 do. This is basically a letter that is explaining that uh, basically Micah apparently is the den mother for ghost, uh, which actually is explained also elsewhere where we see, I believe it was Shinobu, uh, when they were making the six coyotes, Shinobu mentions, uh, Micah, uh, sending people or sending guardians to, to the wall to help. Um, and so this is kind of an explanation there of what Micah is doing. Uh, Micah has basically found, or one of the second to last ghosts of her current pack found Andal. Uh, so he, she says, he has taken the name Andal Brask, and I believe he will be trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, she, she's very, she's got a bit of a foresight on that one. Um, and then, These yeah. The last so, few months, we've enjoyed the pleasant absence of Cyril. You don't say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then yeah, now we now I feel more confident that we lost him in Australia's or Australia's. Uh if he tries to hurt my ghost, I will rip his throat out. Um, Australis maybe. I'll have to So yeah. <laughs> and then basically it's Micah saying, you know, they have just one ghost left, uh the runt pup. Uh and then once pup it finds, you know, his guardian uh there he she'll she'll go get a different pack a new pack and then um basically she says that she has some interest in going out into space uh because she's seen some of the ghosts that are actually going out in space on their own and she feels that she wants to protect them that way so and then she ends and she says i hope you're not feeling too cooped up you're doing you're still doing good work to talu and as they say, better you than me. Ah, thank you, Pens. Cape Horn. Um, so I was looking at uh, Astralis as well. Uh, a star system in the constellation Ursa Major. A binary star, uh, which it's actually uh, Alula uh, Astralis. So it's like it can be led with a bunch. Uh, there's also the Aurora Astralis, uh, known as the Southern Lights. Uh and then there is also an elm hybrid, which is a type of tree. That's just the, the name of Australis. Um, additionally, it is a type of enemy in the video game Dino Crisis 3. <laughs> because I like Dino Crisis so much, and I'm going to talk about that anytime I can get that out there. Anyway, that's why it sounded so freaking familiar. I see. Um, and then we come to Savin. Uh, Savin, this is actually... So they're... It's your ghost ghost. Uh, No, Savin is actually, uh, there are two Savin cards. Uh, There is the Savin card that is in Ghost Stories, and then there is a Savin card in uh, the Dreaming City. Mm -hmm. Um, Savin is an awoke. So basically, Savin kind of has an odd story. Savin is resurrected in the, the card here. And then he will go on to be presented to Marasov by Aldrin and actually is kind of a 
critical part in her decision to distrust the traveler. Um, oh, is it this one? Yeah. And so Seven okay. is the one, your ghost. <laughs> Seven's the one where the ghost comes in and goes to uh, resurrect this, this into like they, he basically the ghost explains it as like um, a feeling of like, you know, basically he's belonging. not the smartest he's not the smartest one no but i mean i guess it's like it's more of like he's been searching for so long and like he finally finds this place inside the gobi desert um and like he so he like goes in and he feels and, and then he starts freaking out because he starts resurrecting or he he basically finds i think it's a refrigerator um and that's the only thing he sees is a fallen vandal. And he starts freaking out because he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to resurrect a vandal. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And he like he, he basically walks around the room, goes around the building, and then he comes back and he's like, fine, I will resurrect it. <laughs> And he resurrects the what he thinks is the vandal, and the awoken that was underneath the vandal is is brought forth. Because the ghost is oh. not that bright. Nope. Then- it was just really funny though, because it's like you completely missed the awoken that was underneath this vandal. This is not the the dumbest ghost that we see though. No. Think. Oh God. I mean, no. Diddy's play is pretty well up there. No. I mean, just pulled, wait till pulled, the next yeah. card. <laughs> wait pulled till pork the next card. Pulled pork. Pulled pork has is got. Oh my God. Pork is got it. But uh, uh, the ghost in that card for seven is your ghost. Like it is smashed together as one word. It's your ghost because he Savin, your yeah, ghost. Yeah, Savin asks, "Who are you?" And he says, "I'm your ghost." Savin's like, "Okay, let's go, your ghost." <laughs> Um and then yes, pulled pork is next. Uh, mm-hmm. Green, do you want to take pulled pork? Uh, I'd rather you explain pulled pork, and I'm just gonna <laughs> laugh because <laughs> so pulled pork. I just is, palm. Oh my god! So pulled pork is an EXO uh, Nikeki thirty two and Agu. Uh, so hey, Banshee's got a friend up there in the top digits. Uh, yeah. And it also has a acknowledgement of um, the internet has still around. Mm-hmm. So we have mm-hmm. VanNet, and apparently we have Reddit and eBay still which there. Which is hilarious. Which is really funny. Revised Crucible. Filled with salt. Yeah, because that's the next thing. Revised Crucible rules are garbage. Blah, blah, blah. How does this have like 300 comments? Where's the juicy stuff? And so then uh, Agu. Uh, kind of it's like oh look hey it's pulled pork and pulled pork is explained as quote a very sweet very earnest ghost that has been looking for his guardian for about as long as they can remember pulled pork is not his real name but it feels right like calling mara Sav by her full name instead of just her forename <laughs> and so they they go to say hi to pork and the ghost is scanning scrap like just mm-hmm. trash, rebar, rebar, concrete, just like everything. And, mm. and he, 
<laughs> they're like, what are, you, just... what are you doing? I am looking for my guardian. Oh, that's no. that's uh-huh. nice. <laughs> you going to find him in that uh-huh. rock? You never know, oh, Miss no. Nechiki32. Maybe my guardian is very small. Uh-huh. Literal oh, lines in the text. <laughs> Maybe. But you might want to consider scanning the dead, buddy. That shell is pretty snappy. Is it new? Yeah, it was a gift. And thank you for your suggestion. I have considered it. I do often scan the dead. I also scan other things. I like to be thorough. It's like, oh my god. Oh my god. I want to smack the ghost. He stops the conversation to turn and scan Plasteel. (laughs) <laughs> agu agu oh. is agu is nikeki's uh, ghost and he's like leave him alone <laughs> it's just like oh you feel bad you f- oh like, my god you know he gets bullied and you feel bad and then the ending is like yeah or though agu's like you know if he goes through everything in the reef he might find someone eventually there's plenty of bodies floating around here and then nichi was like yeah that's what we said when we found him on mars and that was before twilight gap (laughs) it's and then the the ending is who knows maybe he'll get lucky and find the greatest guardian of all time let, oh, let, no. let, Beard, let Beard sit on that for a bit. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! 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 Do you, no. Do you need to rewatch the opening now of D one and oh, see God. if he was, was scanning, if he was scanning was the he, cars? Was, was but he, he was. was. <laughs> but he was. <laughs> why when it first came out i was like i cannot wait for beard to read this cannot wait for beard to read this now there are two possible lines of thinking to that when you say that he they could resurrect the greatest guardian that ever was it could be us or again it could be saint 14 uh-huh. <laughs> well no because saint 14's ghost is a female oh, fuck. oh dear, you're right. <laughs> Oh, uh, no. Guys, our ghost is an idiot. <laughs> uh, I can't see the screen because the tears in my eyes. Uh, oh. oh, man. Oh, God. <sighs> and then it makes then... so much more sense. <laughs> Why does the... it take so long to decrypt anything and open doors? Yeah. Oh God! He gets. He's got ADHD, guys. He's too thorough. He has to go through every little thing. Oh my God! It makes so much sense. That's the Eris, best part is when right. Green, when Green's like, "Yeah, you want to watch the opening again?" Puts a different light. Puts a different light on what you're watching. No, I don't want to do it because I already know that scene way too well. Uh huh. That's exactly what he was doing. Scanning cars. Oh my god!
How many cards we have? We have a few we more got, cards left. We got four. No, game over. That's it. We got <laughs> like, I'm done. Pull in the rip card. <laughs> uh, close it down the channel, guys. My ghost name is Paul Pork, and I can't stand it. <laughs> I'm done. I'm glad that everyone named their ghost because it should be pulled pork. And no, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> this is why you refused to answer at the beginning. Oh. Uh, Maybe. <clears throat> um, so next we have who guards the guardians, which is actually kind of a, a like this is like the roller coaster piece of the entries because it's like hilarious, and then it's this one, um, and this is basically a we don't have a name for this ghost and we don't have a name for the guardian, but basically this is during the Destiny Two campaign, uh, the guardian is fallen, the ghost is still present. But their light has been cut, so she can't uh, resurrect, or he can't resurrect uh, the goat or the guardian. And so the ghost is basically guarding the guardian's body and just trying to stay by. And then the cabal find them, and it doesn't end well. It's really sad. So that's that's a. Uh, <sighs> sobering yeah yeah now the next now card the, doesn't the, help it either now the uh now the tears are from a different one <sighs> yeah. uh the next one is whether windmills or cranes and honestly i just refer to this one as the don quixote card because that's exactly what this one is uh this is panza is the ghost in the card um and basically what happens is Panza is uh, lamenting the unfortunate necessity of leaving his guardian to remain unreturned. And basically what that the reason why is because his guardian kind of just went insane uh, mm-hmm. and not not in a like nefarious um, evil way like Cyril. Like he didn't really go. I mean, he kind of does at the very, very end. But like he's not like dangerously psychotic like Cyril is, um, but he he's basically Don Quixote. He he sees like his mind just um, snaps really, and he par- he starts part- he starts seeing uh, like windmills as I think it was a win- or a crane is a dragon. Uh, mm-hmm. Windmills are giants trolls? or troll maybe trolls. One of them is the- trolls. I thought. The rock was a troll because that's the one that fell on him. Mountain troll, yeah. Uh, he gets smashed underneath a, uh, yeah, the mountain troll of Gallows Rock. It was a boulder. There was no troll. It crushed him. And though it caused me great pain still to this day, I did not return him. How could I? His diseased imagination would surely doom us all. Uh, the reason why uh, Panza has that ending line is because about halfway through uh, the... the uh, I don't know if this guy has a name. We don't know if we ever got a name for him. But the the Guardian basically refers to the Traveler as a lie, a beacon for death and destruction. And he views the Traveler as an egg that must be cracked to kill the dragons that live within. And so, yeah, he, he kind of eh, loses it. So, But, yeah, so, again, Don Quixote... 
like all the way. Um, and then batteries not included is it's, I love it's this like, one. This one is like what if your ghost had a list of warnings on the back of it, this is what would be listed. Oh. And it's not like warnings. It's just like instructions. Uh, what are those called? Like when you see the list on an item. But it's it's your it's your guidebook, your little yeah, instruction manual. Uh, instruction manual. Uh, real quick to go back. Uh, Panza is actually the name of the squire to Don Quixote too. Just to oh. further connect oh. that too. Yeah, Panza means well, uh, um, belly in Spanish because he was a short little fat man. Uh, so yeah, Sancho, Sancho, yeah, Sancho Panza was the, uh, what's the squire slash servant in the Don Quixote myth. So yes, but yes, batteries, um, it's basically how to be a guardian and like what you should do. I just really like it. Like, it's like some of the lines that I really like in here is like the light is not of you and you are not of the light yet. You are one. Uh, you are a hammer. You are a shield. Know the difference. Know yourself. And then the ending is still that's the ending is actually the quote that I put up on Twitter. It says, I am your guide and your friend, your ally and your tool. Use me. I will never leave you. But should I fall, remain vigilant, remain true. And then the fun one for Beard is, if the bones talk, do not listen. Ahamkara bones, what? Um, Too late. And then the final one is to map the unknown, which is just, I find it absolutely hilarious. I can see how some people might not, because it's basically... It starts with his neck snaps. He's dead on impact. <laughs> it's, it's basically a ghost being like, what the hell are you doing? It's, Can't remember. Oh, my gosh. He, yeah. hits, he hits almost flat. The sound is squishy. Wet. Oh, that makes me. No, no, thanks. Oh my gosh. We vary the duration of dying from immediate to over the course of years, multiple years. Could you imagine the records a Thanatonauts ghost? Well, and the thing is, is that this is not, I want to say this was not a Thanatonaut or this oh, was no. not. A, I, I'm uh, not, I'm not, in, um, I'm not saying that this one was. But this person just sounds like they I mean, were he definitely he definitely has the thanat- uh, thanatonic uh, obsession. Hmm. But I'm almost mm-hmm. I, I want to say, like. I got the feeling that this wasn't a warlock. No, um, I don't think I don't think it's a thanatonaut or a warlock necessarily. I think it's more somebody maybe like a hunter. And this is kind of gallows humor taken a, a step too far. Well, but like, I mean, he's like, he's, I've also like, I'm also really intrigued by this. Like we varied the duration of dying from immediate to over the course of years, multiple years. Mm -hmm. Like, does that, are you understanding that to say that he left the guardian dead for multiple years? No, I read that as the duration of dying itself. Like the actual process of death. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's how I'm interpreting that. 
because that, that makes more sense. even even then though it's like is that dying of old age are you allowing your guardian to hmm? age what yeah that's what bugs me about that line more than the possibility I mean, make, of a guardian being sense. left dead for so long Everyone in the chat's calling this a thanatonaut. I don't... Where does it say that it's a thanatonaut? I mean, I know it's like somebody researching it. He's questioning the repetition of his guardian's thanatonautic technique. Mm. But But that doesn't necessarily say that he is a thanatonaut. Correct. I mean, it strongly implies it, but... It does. Oh, goodness. Oh, all the ghost stories. I think they're fun. I think it's, I'm really glad that the writers decided to do this. Like have a book about these small stories like this, because it just gives you so much flavor to what happened before us. I agree. And I think, I think that, um, I think that your summary, uh, said that really well as well as an addition i enjoyed this one it was much much lighter than the other two i've had to read well other two that i read and recorded blue beer do you have any final comments since Um, blue sounds no i i guess uh for shout outs really um i just wanted to give a big shout out and a, a a lot of Wishes to be well to Bife. I know Bife has had a mm-hmm. really rough, um, rough time lately, and I think you know Beard and I kind of were talking about this on Twitter, and we've we've talked about this offline a lot too. But it seems that like a lot of people are going through a lot of stress right now. Um, it just for uh, pick various reasons. Reason. Pick pick a reason. It doesn't. It's not just gaming, guys. It's it's everything. Um. So. I just, you know, again, I know we've said it a lot. Um, I know we will continue to say it. If anyone is listening to this and you need someone to talk to, um, please let us know. I know, like I said, Beard has a channel, or I said this in the Discord chat the other day, Beard's Discord channel or server has a channel dedicated to really just being a venting, a safe place to talk. Um, and we have the Saint-14 group which is an amazing resource for you guys to to go out and talk to they will they have amazing contacts that will help you um you know there's there's definitely a lot of very professional individuals out there that are more than willing to help but if you just need a friend if you need someone to just like listen we can definitely i think we can probably manage that we're not we're not licensed or anything like that and i'm not saying that we are but, you know, sometimes it just all it takes is talking about stuff. So, um, but again, really big shout out to Bife. Uh, I know he has been, it's been a rough go uh, these past couple of weeks for him. And I think it, he's just got a lot going on in his plate right now, which I can totally sympathize with. I, I mean, um, again, I think That's everyone, everyone's going through a pretty rough patch as it is. So, yes, exactly. Green. Um, other than that, uh, really, really just thank you, uh, again to all you, all the new arrivals. We appreciate, we have had a big influx of people on that. Um, 
and we appreciate. Hope you feel welcome. Let us know, uh, you know, in chat or through Twitter or wherever, if you have any questions or you know any thoughts on what we can do to get better. We're always always willing to listen to those. And then, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it for me of this week. Green Beard, do you guys have anything? Beard, do you want to go first? Um, you know what? Uh, Blue's done it to me a couple times. Well, he said. <laughs> All right, then. Um, my shout-outs are kind of... N- one's a shout-out, one's more of an announcement. Uh, I mentioned at the top of the show that I am recording and uh, with Infested Potatoes help recording these ghost stories as audio grimoire, and it will go up on our YouTube channel. I know a lot of you have um, called out and asked for them in podcast form. Blue and I have chatted about it a few times. There's, I don't know if we came to a decision on it. But... Uh, we did not. I, I So that... That is on me. There is a really weird thing with Podbean. I basically the problem is is like we can put them up as audio files without a problem. Um, but if we put them on Podbean, what they do is they ping everybody who subscribed. And so you know if it, it's just it's a matter of like is this actually something that everyone who has subscribed to the RSS feeds really wants is, you know, whatnot. So back and forth on that, that bit. So it's just a, it's a, it's an ongoing conversation. We are, we are fully aware that that is something that we are being asked for. Um, and honestly, I, as soon as I get a free moment, I will probably be doing my best to get those into an audio format that, uh, is up to snuff as far as, um, a little bit more polished on on mm-hmm. our side so mm-hmm. but that is if you want to see listen to those or see those now those are up on youtube uh ghost stories i'm going to finish up the audio track for it this weekend and hopefully it will go out around the same time that this episode goes up so you might be able to just hop over there and listen to it then that being said um this one is a little bit more. I'm taking my time more with this one. I really had to push hard to get uh, Marisana and Awoken of the Reef out. This one I've actually just enjoyed reading. But as an actual shout out and kind of a call out to a community member, and she's probably going to kill me if she ever listens to this, I'm going to call out bad destiny jokes. <laughs> because um, if you don't know we who is the cool raid. Is, Oh my god, that joke broke me no. at work. No. Oh my god. I don't know what to do um, with my hands. Oh my no. god. And it was a Titan. A Titan who did that. Um I Isacole is a friend of mine who has been doing these bad destiny jokes, and it's hashtag bad destiny joke. And she is just ridiculously funny, and it's She's managed to capture some of those moments with your fire team that you're, you you kind of want to forget, but you can't because they're just so stinking ridiculous. She's funny. I enjoy her 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 work. She's actually making web comics for it. She's working on putting web comics together, so it's not just uh, text comics. So if you can go and show her your support by following her on Twitter uh, at Issa Cole. Issa, I-S-A underscore K-O-L-E. Go give her a follow. 
tell her hi. Tell her we sent you guys because she is just, she's a riot. I enjoy hanging out with her. Shameless plug. She's good company. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Well, guys, as always, we appreciate you you listening in. I hope you guys had a great week with us, and we will see you next week. Bye! With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. Links to our episode archives can be found at www.focusfirechat.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments or questions for our team concerning the podcast, and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. Also, be sure to check out all of our amazing partner podcasts within the Guardian Radio Network over on theguardiansofdestiny.com. So until next time, focus your fire and may your light shine bright. <laughs>